everyone and hello hello welcome back to the gay racing podcast zach and alex back here as always it is a lovely monday it's martin luther king jr day that we're recording so hopefully everyone's enjoying a holiday if you got it um i know i mm-hmm. am so um yeah we're back today's episode we're going to be making our indie car predictions but Besides that, we actually have a lot to talk about. There's been a lot of news coming out. It's that time of yep. year, Alex. Racing slowly coming back. We record. Everyone waited till we recorded our NASCAR predictions just to drop a bunch of news. They oh just waited God. for that. Yeah, we had it's nothing to talk about. Too. It's like <laughs> yeah. some spicy, some spicy bacon. If you, if you know, mm. <laughs> if you catch my drift, right? <laughs> that was the dumbest joke I have ever said on this. That was so dumb. I can't believe you laughed at that. that was so bad. I think I was just laughing with you. Um, <laughs> so as you all know, I love talking about IndyCar. But first, oh, really? as Zach alluded to, we have a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. The Chili Bowl happened. Um, Speaking of spicy, I guess. Yeah. Depends on who made it. Mm. <laughs> um, the ch- you're full of you're full of jokes today. <laughs> yeah. About food. Like so, <laughs> I'm not even hungry. Okay, the Chili Bowl. The Chili Bowl is like the midget, like the biggest midget race, right. period. Mm-hmm. And Tanner Thorson won that race. He raced a lot of dirt races. I think he raced in the NASCAR trucks briefly. I recognize his name. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, he won the Chili Bowl for the very first time, breaking Christopher Bell and Kyle Larson's uh, dominance, mm-hmm. so to speak. They've just been kind of winning every year the past five years. Mm-hmm. um bell got second larson got sixth stenhouse got ninth um some other guys were there like chase elliott didn't make the main chase briscoe was there ryan newman was there who by the way said he has no nascar ride he didn't he already knew that uh mm-hmm. so he said he's going to try focusing on grassroots racing okay and this is like his first thing of that like more dirt racing i guess he probably enjoys that more anyways i don't think he has much interest and NASCAR I think anymore. he said he wants to run a for a top team but he I, said he wanted a championship like a few I, years ago yeah i don't i think it's a little late I, he it's probably got old. offers from like spire and stuff but the, he probably yeah. said no but anyway chili bowl uh, tanner thorson congrats to him this is a prestigious race this is like it's a big deal i mean like there's so many nascar yeah. drivers that want to win this race it took kyle larson a long time to win it he was very emotional when he finally won it christopher yeah. bell's won a dozen of them not a dozen but you know several of them yeah um kaylee bryson made history being the first woman to ever make the chili bowl i AMA. heard about that that's a big deal she went she was flying in her b feature to make it she was flying around those guys it was kind of crazy it was one of the coolest things i've seen in the, at, mm-hmm. at the chili bowl uh first woman to ever make the ama really cool That's and incredible. the first woman to win a b feature i think before that a woman has won like a h feature someone around there so it's like mm. way down yeah but really cool that's really cool. How was the racing? Because you you watched most of it, right? So how was yeah. the racing? So and also like what what kind of happened with Larson? Because obviously I care about him, and like yeah. I heard he started seventh in the the main or the the yeah. Or... So the A feature specifically, it seemed like the track was mainly a one lane track. Mm. It was kind of harder to pass, and the outside lane didn't really come in as much as it had throughout the week. Um, 
So yeah, for Larson specifically, he kind of just stayed where he was. He was doing slide jobs every single corner, but he wasn't able to like complete a full pass. Yeah. Like he was just like diving in every single corner. It would just get stuck and the guy on the other side would just fly right by because he had more momentum. Mm, when you do a slide job, you're going to go up and lose a lot of momentum. Do you want to try getting in front of him? But, yeah. Uh, Christopher Bell dominated and I thought it was his race, but Thorson just had better restarts, quite frankly. And that's what got him the win. Okay. Um, I will say, I hope in the future, uh, Chili Bowl Nationals, they find a, first of all, a single provider in the coverage because they had Flow Racing do the whole week up until the C Main on Saturday night. That's so and weird. And then, yeah. And then you had to go to Mav TV which you can't just get the free version. You have to either get a free trial and it's buried in like some expansion pass. I'm like, I had to get a Fubo TV free trial and I got the adventure pack or something. It's in that. You have to like dig for it. Oh kind of ridiculous. God. Some people use YouTube TV to get it. Like if this, my big problem with dirt racing is it's really inaccessible. Yeah, that's my, yeah. want to get into it. Or you do like go to a physical track, or it's like buried behind all these subscription services. Mav TV is a really cool channel. They show dirt racing, just any kind of racing all the time. I was watching a dirt late model race yesterday on the free version. That was really mm-hmm. cool. Um, apparently, they ended up putting it on their website at the end because people, people were complaining. Apparently, I don't know if that's true or not. People are saying that on Twitter. Uh, but the Mav TV coverage was terrible. <laughs> uh not good why was it bad well about three times they were like oh a yellow is out and it's like you guys just said the white flag came out it's because the race ended that's why the yellow's out (laughs) girl um oh no and then at one point they were interviewing a driver and the driver had a microphone in his hand and the interviewer was putting the microphone in his face That was really funny. <laughs> and another guy, he didn't have his mic pack on, so he didn't have a microphone connected when they went to him. I don't know. It was a mess. Uh, apparently, I didn't watch any of the week, but apparently Flow Racing did a really good job, is what I heard. Yeah, I've seen their stuff before. It's been pretty yeah. decent. Uh, apparently, they did a really good job. And honestly, I feel like that'd be a lot easier if people, if they just if they had it. Uh, people shouldn't have to be digging through TV packages or free yes. trials to, just to get a dirt race, one race, not just yeah. a dirt race, but well, yeah, it's not just one. a dirt race, but yeah. And then it's like you made all the people who are on Flow switch to a different thing. That's like if NASCAR showed practice qualifying. Let's say they had the duels too for Daytona. Have all that on like NBC, then the Daytona. Why would they do that? Yeah, so. that's yeah. Because like I want to get into dirt racing, kind of. Like mm-hmm. I don't really want to like watch more motorsports, but it's just like for especially those big events that I want to watch. There's no like, it's it puts me off when I have to dig for it, right? And like find shady ways through the internet to even watch it. So yeah. I just don't. I just don't watch it. I want to take you to a dirt race this year. That's a goal of mine. I really want to make that happen. A goal? Yeah. 
It's a goal. Okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's been a goal of mine, but for That's, this year, oh, I'd like to. It's a lifelong yes. dream for you to yes. take it to a dirt race. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh Get you God. all dirty. Uh, that's about it for the chili bowl yeah um, it was fun i really like watching this race every year it's kind of the kickoff of motorsports for the year yeah it's like the first real big event of the season yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah um so nascar nascar stuff into this realm of american racing eric almarola has announced he will retire after this season and I think this caught everyone by surprise, but are we yeah. surprised? Like, I I don't know. Because Amarola's been, like, kind of in a weird spot at SHR. Like, he has sponsorship, yes. Mm-hmm. Performance-wise, it hasn't been the most consistent or the most there. He has, well, he's won twice, right? Twice. Um, plus some, like, Daytona yeah, duels. I think so, yeah. So it's... It's weird. It's weird. I mean, he almost won the Daytona 500 too. Yes, I mean, he's come close before. Yes, um, he's kind of he gives me Jamie McMurray vibes, where oh, he agree. will oh, yeah. he'll win in some interesting moments, but at the end of the day, he is he's he just hasn't been. I don't know. I think SHR they're they're also looking for better better kind of drivers at the moment. So yeah. what is your reaction to it all? Well, I wasn't really surprised. Like, yeah, I was surprised as in like, oh, I didn't see that coming. But it's like when it was like official, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, that makes sense. I'm not like, you know, like Carl Edwards when he retired, that was shocking. But yeah. this to me, it's similar, but it's like he wasn't like winning races and competing for championships. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. I feel like it makes sense. And he wants to spend time with his kids and everything. I'm sure we'll see him in like a one-off race in like Xfinity or trucks if he gets an offer. Yeah. Um, kind of like Trevor Bain. I was kind of I could almost that. he's so good at like Daytona. He, he could show up for Daytona 500 and Rick Ware cars because uh Rick Ware's not partnered with Stuart Haas. I could see that. Um, I don't know. Like he's a very mid driver he's a nice yeah. guy i just, i'm a bit against him he's just mid uh, like he is just mid yeah and he's it's also like he's he's still kind of not young but like yeah this you know he started cup in like 2008 i remember yeah he um, shared that it, car with mark martin right yeah and it's been a long time but it's also it's like he could have still he could still go a few more years if he really wanted to but he doesn't want to and i respect that i yeah. respect that a lot um He's had a decent career. I mean, he's won races. That's mm-hmm. that's a big deal. He's won races at the biggest stock car stage. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I respect that. Um, and shout out to Jackson. My condolences. Yeah, to, uh, the one, <laughs> the one super fan of Eric Almarola. For real though, um, predicted Eric to win the championship last year. Um, the hype train. It's uh. One last ride for the one hype last train. Ride. One last <laughs> trip for the train, man. One last stop at the station. Uh, uh, that sucks. Brian Priest is probably going to drive the 10 car next year. Yeah, I didn't know he was like an SHR development driver, so I tweeted. Well, there's a lot of things in my tweet. I tweeted about, oh, I wonder who's going to replace Alvarola. And bitches were like, Brian Priest. Yeah. And then other people <laughs> were like, why did you mention Matt Benedetto? Because... 
Matt Benedetto could have an opportunity for all these rides if he wasn't a little butt. So yep, you're right. Yeah, I I wonder if Smithfield's gonna stay or not. That's been a big uh, Almirola sponsor, but am I surprised? No, not really. With all the other sponsors leaving, I mean. They're one of the only ones that do like most of the season still. Yeah, Let's so I can see that. them leave. Um, yeah. Yeah. Moving on from that, another, uh, or not another, but a good change coming to NASCAR this year. Sonoma is going back to its, um, not its old layout, because technically the carousel is the old layout, <laughs> but the the good layout, the short shoot layout, layout, where yes. turn, like turn four is like, you're almost hitting that damn wall and turn seven's exciting again. Yep. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. ready for it. It's I did not care. I did not care for the carousel at, at all. all. No. And Nothing I saw happened someone, there. I saw someone on Twitter be like, oh, NASCAR couldn't figure out how to have a good race at the better layout. Sports cars can race here fine. No, girl, shut up. Like literally just shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. Stop <laughs> tweeting. Delete your account. The sh- I will this I will die on the hill that the Sonoma mm. short shoot layout is better. I will die on that. That's hill. where most of the action happens at this track. Turn four and true? seven are so exciting. Yeah, that's half of the action at that track. Like literally, you can't and that cam the camera shot right there is just so cool. Yes. And we're getting it back. Yes. Like I'm really happy about it. Oh my god! I, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. And like NASCAR, I feel like they do better with like shorter road courses because it's just mm-hmm. like, well, number one, the fans get to see the cars go by more because there's more laps too. That's also mm-hmm. another thing. So that means more times into the hairpin. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's just it's a better experience. The carousel did not add much, if I'm honest. So no. yeah. Um. So, Fox. Fox made some waves this weekend on Twitter and they, so they're going back to their little comic book aesthetic for their driver portraits, which anyone like this, first of all, (laughs) yes. Some people do like it, which fair enough. I mean, I don't hate (laughs) them trying something different and like, Mm -hmm. I like styles, right. But on a sports broadcast, when you're trying to represent the drivers visually, I don't think the comic book thing in a sport where you're already not taken seriously sometimes, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just think it's more I mean, professional to do actual portraits. NBC does really nice looking portraits of the drivers. Really the nice. lighting they use is really interesting because it's like mm-hmm. not normally lit. It's kind of like almost backlit. I don't know how to describe it. Mm-hmm. It's really dramatic and really hot. Fox like, just look at Kyle Larson's portrait from last year. He looked ugly as fuck. And he's Alex now the Bowman's, face. He's, Alex Bowman's was right. awful. And yeah. Kyle Larson is now the face of the sport. Mm-hmm. And I don't want the face of NASCAR to be that ugly-ass comic book-looking face. <laughs> so it's just like, you can do it. But I don't think it should be something you use all the time. At yeah. all. Like, you know... Fox uses it for their football coverage, I guess, which, like, sure. Like, they can use it. I just feel like it shouldn't be everywhere. Does that make sense? It's something... I've definitely mentioned this on the podcast before, but it's going to be something that we're going to look back at in 10 years, and it's going to look bad in 10 years. Like, 
if you look at a NASCAR broadcast from like 2000 or even 2010, and like you look at the graphics, they they aged fine, yeah. mostly. Like, I think the like, only one that didn't age well was like 2006, and they only kept that for a year. I don't remember what 2006 looked like. Yeah, it, it's not the greatest one, but the rest of them look really nice. It wasn't the, the one box. with the numbers and the circles, was it? I don't remember. I just remember the little, the, whenever they changed flags, it like made a loud noise. Oh. I don't know. Oh, I know what you're talking later. about. Yeah, but like most of the stuff though, going back to my point, it <laughs> aged fine. Looking back at a historic NASCAR race, like the 2021 Daytona 500, for example, looking back at it and seeing these ugly ass comic book portraits, that's going to look so bad in 10 years. Like, why did they do this? It's not going to like, age well. I'm so excited for Harrison Burton's new headshot, but I have to wait until June to see it. Okay. Every time someone mentions Harrison Burton, my heart actually skips a beat. Oh. I'm so gay for that man. I will say it right now. I am in love with him. I am in love with him. Oh my god. Anyways. Like for real, like for us gay people, we're gonna have to wait till June now for Pride Month. Thank you, NBC Sports. But (laughs) but anyway. For our hot our hot Harrison Burton headshots. Oh my god. But for real though, they're changing their graphics, I guess, because that's what needed change to Fox um right. definitely that's definitely what needed changed um still have no idea who the third booth member is i asked that i asked that on twitter and apparently people think it might just be mike and boyer okay apparently that might have been said somewhere can they it's gonna be terrible that. in 2020 <laughs> we found out i mean this was also jeff uh, gordon but like mike and jeff alone no they could it'll, not it'll be better if they do that, it'd be better than Mike and Jeff Gordon alone. Yes. It's like, because we're kind of like Mike and Clint. Like, I'm like yeah. a fucking crackhead. <laughs> and you keep shit professional. So. You know what? I I will agree with that. That is very accurate, to be honest. But if I was like Jeff Gordon, and I'm like, ha, ah, that's so funny, Alex. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, ha, ha. Oh, man. Well, and and Gordon, I love Jeff Gordon. I was a Jeff Gordon fan growing up. I'm I'm glad he's not in the booth yeah. anymore. No matter what, I did like just, him in the booth. Just not I liked like, him at first, but then he, he would just on other people. Ar- he would argue with DW all the time, and then Boyer just makes him laugh the entire broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, that was well. Call me Jeff Gordon because I'd be laughing during this whole fucking podcast. <laughs> That oh is so God. funny. Jeff Gordon doesn't even commentate. He's just laughing. No, he doesn't. He's laughing or telling us how good Chase Elliott's doing. That's what he... <laughs> You know, my biggest surprise of what? the 2021 season was when Jeff Gordon picked Chase Elliott to win for the 15th week in a row. That was my favorite moment of 2021. <laughs> or a Hendrick car. He would always be yeah. picking a Hendrick car. <laughs> He literally, I, I I know he says good stuff about all four of those cars. Oh, yeah. And they also showed us, like, these really, like, Americana-looking graphic screens. Um, oh, yeah, the stats. <laughs> oh, yeah, the stats, too. We'll get to the stats in a minute. But, like, Crank It Open is now a segment. Um, I feel like that's different from Crank It Up. I don't think that's like, Crank It Up. Why? And what is it? Let's roll. I don't know what mm-hmm. the fuck that means. That's really cheesy. 
and then ask the onion so todd Verdine's here which cool i don't mind him um i thought it was the onion.com that'd be a lot funnier <laughs> and it's got hella stars and stripes which actually yeah, i kind of fuck with it it looks cute I d- and it, i do like the graphics i do yeah it actually kind of looks nice but the stats um I will say these comic book portraits look better than they did last year, I think, because there's more shading, I think, but... We haven't seen all of them. Only seen, That's true. Only like, seen three. They probably put it, the best three up there. See, Harvick, though, Harvick looks bad. Joey looks fine, but Harvick look, looks bad to me. I don't yeah. know why. Did you know Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is a five-time Daytona 500 winner? I if learned the, that. If the winner is decided from... Um, how many incidents you caused yes mm. <laughs> sorry that's an overdone joke he doesn't even race he, like that at super speedways anymore low-key low-key like i um, i understand these were like uh you know they were just whipped up in the graphic designs department like it takes like five seconds you know the nascar youtubers do it all the time just go to racingreference.com you can just find the stats and just throw them out there yeah um <laughs> i don't know I feel like it was kind of silly to put that out there as promotion and they're like not even accurate. Yeah. I don't know. I was joking about it. People got mad at me for some reason, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Know. They also could have just put all zeros since it is just an example, but like whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I'm, um, I'm excited for Fox, honestly. I'm ready to laugh. Boy, you're That's the thing. It's like. It's kind of sad though that it's more of a comedy show, especially it is more begin- of a comedy show. The beginning of the season, there's no championship implications, right? That's, so yeah, it's like you yeah. can't really take a race too seriously because it mm-hmm. doesn't really have that much impact. So yeah. you're really just watching a NASCAR race to laugh at it and watching yeah. a NASCAR race. Like, yeah, like I'm excited, sad, but I'm excited fun. for the first like four weeks, but then I'll get sick of it. First yeah. four weeks, so I'm gonna love just laughing and laughing and laughing. And so. I am genuinely, gen- excuse me, I'm sorry, whatever I just said, genuine, genuinely excited for mm-hmm. seeing how this next gen car races. And Fox will walk us through this new era of NASCAR. I think they'll do a decent job. You know, they. Yeah. I like Fox. I don't hate them too much, but. All I want is Larry Mack in the booth. I will settle for Jamie Mack in the booth. Yeah. And number one, stop focusing. They won't do this, but like stop focusing on the leader in a race. Oh, no. They, they won't stop no, doing that, though. They won't do that. Um, yeah. So let's talk about IndyCar. We talked a lot about NASCAR. This is the IndyCar predictions episode. We have some yes. IndyCar news before we get to that, though. A lot of IndyCar news, actually. So... IndyCar released another, this is the second one, another fan survey. This one was partnered with motorsport.com. They asked a lot, like a lot of really interesting questions. A lot of questions on what should we do with our social media? Do you like how we do this? Do we need to improve? And uh, I may may or may not have wrote a paragraph at that section. Um, (laughs) Yes, the answer is yes, you need to do more and improve. Um, But there were also questions like, how would you feel if we had stages and stuff? And I was like, no. Are you fucking serious? I need to do that survey. I, girl, no. Absolutely. I will go to Indianapolis and tell someone in person not to do that. I personally don't think that's like anything serious. I think they're just seeing like how many like NASCAR fans that like like that are watching and willing to do it. I I don't think. It's really to see how many NASCAR fans watch. That's what it is. Yeah. (laughs) 
I I mean, sure, it's weird they're putting that in there. They're probably considering it, but I feel like it's like a very, very surface level question. But there were just other questions. It was mainly about their online presence. And it was just like, what do you feel about this rule? Uh, what's your favorite thing about IndyCar? You know, basic stuff like that. It, it's a lengthy survey, quite honestly, but I highly recommend anyone does it. It's on motorsport.com. You can find it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Highly recommend people do it. Then yeah. it, it also asks you, do you like streaming services? How do you follow IndyCar news? Where do you get your news from? Where do you watch the races at? Um, stuff like that. And do you uh-huh. use the IndyCar Twitter accounts to fo- find your news? No, I don't. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, y'all barely tweet. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, they're, they're trying to make changes. They just had an opening uh, for like a position really high up at IndyCar itself. So hopefully for the social media and all that. Hopefully someone gets in there and just really does well. This, I think it's the one piece that IndyCar is missing right now mm-hmm. is a uh, social media presence. It's improved. It has improved. They're liking my comments on Instagram now. They never did that for years. So, you know, a little fan interaction is good. Um, yeah, definitely do that survey. Okay. Um, so moving on, um, this is a big deal to, um, Tatiana, what, how do you say her last name? I don't know how to say her last Calderon? name. Calderon? Calderon? Okay. Calderone signing with AJ Foyt for the road courses and the street courses. Um, that was just announced this morning because I didn't find mm-hmm. out about it until, um, well, I saw I saw it on Twitter, but I didn't know who it was, and then I was like, "Oh, she was an F 2 um, So that's really exciting because this is the first woman on the grid since like, um, not since Danica, definitely. It was since well, like, Simona was last Simona. year, but if you want to go full time, yeah, full time, it may have been Pippa Man. Don't call me. Okay, Danica. It was, it was some. It was. Nearly it's been a few years. years. That's what I've been. That's what I'm trying to say. It's been a few years since we had a woman on the track most weeks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's exciting. Um, and yeah, this was a deal that I didn't think was going to happen. It's been rumored for a while. I'm really glad it happened, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm wondering how much media buzz is going to be around her um, Yeah, in general, because it, it's also it like... It probably won't be the Danica right. levels, but I think she'll get quite a bit. Yeah. Be easy on her, because, you know, this is a whole new beast. Like, yeah, I hope she gets as much patience as Jimmy Johnson has got. Yeah. Uh, she's not going to be running the front. She's an AJ Foyt equipment. Yeah. And it's her first time in IndyCar. So mm-hmm. please give lot. her some grace. Please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If she's a woman. She's going to get treated uh, unfairly. She'll be criticized. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. it always kind of happens. Um, yeah. Um, Tony Kanan is only racing the Indianapolis 500. Um, what team is he driving for? Is he with Ganassi? Ganassi. Okay. He, uh, I don't know why the car I keep Jimmy. Thinking. It's because he's been with Ganassi like two separate times in his career, mm-hmm. and I get confused. Um, well, that's cool. Um, yeah, they didn't say what number, but since Jimmy's doing the full season, uh, he'll only be doing the 500. At least that's what's confirmed as of now. Yeah, so. that's fair. Yeah. I think, I mean, he mostly just wants to do the 500 anyways. I get the feeling. Yeah. So, uh, 
Juan Pablo Montoya will also be in the Indy 500 for uh, mm-hmm. McLaren once again. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. It's going to be the sixth car, by the way. Oh, so it will be the sixth car. Okay. I, f- mm-hmm. I fuck with that. Um, I mean, Robert, Robert Wiggins is getting back to racing. Yes. I, I forgot. It's a, uh, what's IMSA series is it? The it's IMSA not... Michelin Pilot Challenge. Michelin Pilot Challenge. Yeah. It's Something like, like um, that. It's like GT4 cars and touring cars. I might, mm-hmm. I might have gotten that wrong, actually. Um, no, I think it's GT4 cars and touring cars. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be really exciting for him. Um, he's back sure. behind the wheel. And that kind of correlates with, like, I think them bringing back the number six. I, I, think, it's, I, I think it's I think I think it's just because he's not signed with them anymore. Yeah. I think that's, that's the only reason. Because he's racing somewhere else now. Yeah. That's really exciting, though. I'm really excited to see what he does and how he does. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Montoya 500, very cool. He could always win it. He's getting older, but, like, he could still... I mean, yeah, like, I mean, Elio just proved you don't need to do the full season to win it. Like, he just brought that idea back, and I think a lot of drivers are kind of excited. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I don't need to do the full IndyCar season to win this race, so. Yeah. I just need a good team, and McLaren's a good team, so. Speak of full-time IndyCar season, Connor Daly is going to drive the 20 car at Carpenter Racing. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was initially not going to return because the U.S. Air Force left, uh, but he did find sponsorship, and he will That's be good. in the 20 car. Ed Carpenter himself will be in the Indy 500 at the very least, and he wants to run more ovals. Yeah, because so. he 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 likes staying in practice with the ovals, but Texas sucks, and um, that's the only other speedway. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> at this point, just do Indy. Like, you get enough practice at Indy, so it's good. Right, right. It's fine, honestly. So right. a, a lot of like movement in the IndyCar kind of oh, paddock. Yeah. Um, Big things in IndyCar right now. Very exciting. Huge things. Um, Are we ready to talk about our predictions? I am. Well, first let's look at what we said last year, right? Um, yes. I'm excited to see these because they're going to be wild. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to look kind of crazy. Okay. So just like our NASCAR predictions episode, we're going to go through our top four in points predictions from last year and our Indy 500 prediction winner. Mm-hmm. So our top four in points predictions from last year, we both had Joseph Newgarden as champion. <sighs> I had Pato Award second, Scott Dixon third, Colton Herta in fourth. And you had... <laughs> no, I love in the doc. In the dock, instead of Herta, it was type he. He. (laughs) Ladies Uh, and gentlemen, her. (laughs) Um, And then you had Joseph as champion, Scott Dixon second, award third, Colton Herta fourth. Uh, There's something missing in both of our predictions. Yes, actual champion. Neither of us mentioned Alex Pillow. I don't think anyone saw him doing this good. I, yeah, and I think it kind of sets the tone for the future of IndyCar where it's mm-hmm. like it's not all about the veterans anymore it really is all about mm-hmm. these young guys that are mm-hmm. coming in and even if you're with a new team yeah right he, Alex Pelot he he showed us something he showed us something and I don't think he's done yet either so I agree our Indy 500 predictions from last year so I don't know who the that. hell I said I hope I didn't say Joseph I said Joseph. <laughs> I said Rossi. What the? F- 
You said Alexander Rossi. I'm never picking the, him again. I'm never picking him again. He's awful. I'm. <laughs> yeah, he is bad. Damn. I can't. Rossi's really good at indie, though. He's had a lot of bad luck. I feel like it's going to turn around at some point. Yeah. I'm going to wait until it turns around before I pick him again. Right. Yeah. So, our first prediction is going to be our favorite and least favorite off-season driver changes. Um, so, yes. this one was a little hard. Not so much for the favorite, but the least favorite. But we'll do the favorite first. So, okay. mine is Roman Grosjean going to Andretti. Okay. What is yours, Alex? Mine is uh, James Hinchcliffe going to the NBC booth. That's oh, you're thinking deep. You're thinking good. Yes, that was a good. That was a good thinkeroo. I said Grosjean because I think Roman Grosjean is a is just he's going to be a big deal in IndyCar these next few years. Absolutely. So this is it's kind of similar to I said RFK last week on the NASCAR episode, and I'm like mm-hmm. RFK could be a big deal in NASCAR in a few years, and it's like Roman Grosjean is going to be a big deal, and this is the start of it. I think. I agree. Yeah, I I had to say Hinchcliffe because I've wanted that for a while now, and we're actually yeah. getting it. Uh, Paul Tracy is not in the booth anymore. That's great. Um, Shit, I should have said that. That would have been so funny <laughs> if I said if I said Paul Tracy out of the booth and you said Hinchcliffe in the booth. <laughs> right. And James did such a good job in the summer on CBS for SRX. Like he has the talent and the skill to do this. So. 100%. That's my favorite change. Are you ready for our least favorite changes? Yes. My this least favorite change. This was mm-hmm. a little hard to come up with because I didn't really hate many of the, the changes. Um, mm-hmm. So I said Jack Harvey to the 60 car. Or no, I'm sorry, the 45 car, right? Okay. Because he left the gonna, 60 car. He left the 60. Yeah. Okay. And the reason I say that is because Meyer Shank Racing is Mm -hmm. they're growing they're getting really good and i think jack harvey leaving that team is just a bad like okay they i i would have wanted to be with that race team right now especially they're expanding this year they have two full-time teams interesting so i i just think i mean it was hard right i it was hard to pick a driver change or a change in general i didn't like that is one i think is not going to benefit jack carvey because all of like the newer drivers coming into rides it's like how do you mm-hmm. really judge that right so that's mine well i actually my least favorite has to do with the new driver going to a new ride uh kyle kirkwood not getting uh andretti ride is really rude in my opinion yeah because they the idea was for colton Herta to go to f1 and kirkwood take the 26 car that was terrible. Yeah, it all fell apart. I it fell apart. I Kirkwood should have gotten a ride at Andretti, and you know they had Grosjean, which I think was a good call. And you know Devin De Francesco brings in money for the twenty nine car. I I get it, but I don't. I I don't. <laughs> I, I <laughs> if, get it, but I really I'm, don't. <laughs> if I'm Michael Andretti, I'm getting Kyle Kirkwood in an Andretti car today. Like there's the no amount reason. of talent they would have at Andretti alone. I know. Like, like it's like a race team can run off talent. I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe. 
people are comparing Kirkwood to like Joseph Newgarden. They're saying he's like the next big thing. And like, I mean, you sh- if they tried shipping off Colton, their big star, that McLaren has Pato. He might be getting to F1 in a few years too, because he's more keen on it than Colton ever was. It's like, so you're just going to leave the other young guy, Kyle Kirkwood, out to rot? Like, I, yeah. I don't get it. I'm really glad he got it right. It's at Foyt. He deserves better. I think he's going to really outperform how that car should run. Mm-hmm. I think it's ridiculous. He didn't get a ride in the main and ready stable. Yeah, so. I it's a it's a bit of a mess. And we've seen a lot of times in IndyCar, Alex Pillow, Joseph Newgarden go to those yeah. big teams for the first time. Needless to say, they weren't complete rookies. Um, so mm-hmm. maybe this maybe Kirkwood when he finally does get to Andretti maybe mm-hmm. he'll be really good because he'll have this well, experience at Foyt that's why and, I didn't put him as my least favorite because it's like yeah he's at least getting experience that's a good point that's a yeah. good point but the thing is he's not signed to Andretti now so he can yes. go to any other team yep so let's say Roger Will Power leaves, there, like... if Will Power leaves Pinsky after his next contract he could go to Pinsky and Andretti just lost him However, there is a scenario where your story comes into play. If Rossi yeah. leaves uh, Andretti, which I think is fairly likely, uh, Kirkwood could take the 27 and take it on yep. a Joseph run or a Polo kind of run. So we'll see. Yep. Bold prediction. I want to go first. Go <laughs> because, first. Uh, you were, you've had this for months, you said, right? And uh, you kind of just slandered it in your least favorite. Mine is Jack Harvey is going to win a race. <laughs> Yo! Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw something on your face when I said it, and I'm like, oh, you didn't like I that. was trying so hard not to smirk, like, oh my god, you really just said that. Um, Yo, what the fuck? Jack Harvey's one of the most underrated drivers in IndyCar right now, and I think Ray Hall's better than Meyer Schenk Racing right now. I don't and know, that's debatable. That 45 car is really good. And Christian yeah. Lingard ran fairly decent in his he, Audi. Santino had some decent runs. Oliver yeah. Askew had a decent run, too, in it. Fair enough. I think it, the 45 is a really good car. I think Ray Hall's on the up. Ray Hall was like a consistent six all year. Mm-hmm. I think Jack Harvey's going to win a race. He, he nearly did win a race last year, too. Um, so, no, I, that's one of my favorite changes, actually, Zach. So... <laughs> Well, That's fuck my you. Prediction. <laughs> <laughs> so my bold prediction mm-hmm. is I had a lot of trouble with this. I had no idea where to go with it, but I went with this because I don't even... Okay, here's my bold prediction. Jimmy Johnson will miss the Indy 500. Okay. Because I, I wanted to make it about Jimmy Johnson because it's just like it was easy to kind of direct focus to him mm-hmm. for this pick. Um. I think competition is going to be tough to make the field of 33 this year. Jimmy Johnson has not even spent more than a year on the, the ovals in an Indy car. I think it's going to be a bit of a struggle for him. Um, the pressure could also, I mean, pressure doesn't really get to him. He's Jimmy Johnson, but still, right. It, it could, it's, it's a big deal. So we'll, I, I think I... it's, I think he's going to miss it. I think this is a really good bold prediction. I think this is very possible. Uh, he's in a Ganassi car. But, I mean, look, Will Power nearly missed the race last year. So close. I, if he struggles even a little bit, I think he's going to be in bump day at the very least. I Definitely, think I think it. he'll be at bump day. 
I he could surprise us and qualify like mid pack, but I I agree with you. I think he could very likely miss the Indy 500. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely see it happening. Um, I mean, I don't see it happening, but I see bump day happening definitely, and it's just like oh for sure he gets the bump day. At least he's at Ganassi, and like they have a lot of people at that race oh, yeah. team. Mm-hmm. They can work on that car. So that's the one thing that goes against my bold prediction that mm-hmm. they he just has this sheer amount of resources. But Fernando Alonso had McLaren right. behind him and they couldn't they couldn't make the 500. So like you never know. Yeah. Um, that's the thing about Indy that's great. There's no guarantees just right. in every sense of the word. So moving on, speaking of the Indy 500, our predictions in january on who will win the indianapolis 500 do we want to say this at the same time we shall let's do it all right three two one joseph colton herda so it's a penske year that's my logic it's a penske year joseph newgarden that that's my logic um i don't even think he's going to win i just think a penske car is gonna win right and it's just giving joseph I picked Joseph last year. I'm trying to play some reverse psychology. I want Joseph to win the right. 500 more than anything, quite honestly. Um, reverse psychology. I, you know, I feel like Colton Herta though is going to be one of the favorites for that mm-hmm. race and could definitely win it. Um, I think he just needs better pit strategy. That's for the whole season as a whole, quite honestly. Yeah. But I think he's really going to nail it. Uh, Joseph, though, that'd be a dream come true. Well, there's a stat that I think you shared on Twitter that was like every time Penske has three teams at the Indy 500, they have one car either win or finish second yep. a lot of times. So I'm like, well, you know, I it's not really giving Will Power. I don't think Scott McLaughlin, he could low-key do it, but I, I think it's Joseph. He has yeah. a decent amount of experience. He's young. It's been coming. Um, I think he can do it. I think this That'd might be just amazing. Be the year. That'd be amazing. Yep. All right. Good picks, though. Joseph and yeah. Colton. Yeah. Picks. So oh, our, our top four for the championship. Yes. Um. I. So I guess I'll just go first. Okay. So first, actually, I'll do fourth to first. Fourth. Okay. I have Pato Award. Third. Okay. I have Colton Herta. Second, I have Joseph Newgard. Not he's it's not it's a it's an even numbered year. Um, okay. <laughs> and number one, the champion, twenty twenty two in IndyCar, Roman Grosjean. Holy crap! Dead ass. Roman I thought you were going to say Pelot goes back to back. Okay. I Grosjean. So I referenced Pelot because I wanted to put that in y'all's head. Like you know, sometimes people go to new teams and they just win the championship. That was Polo's second season in IndyCar, right? Mm -hmm. This is Grosjean's second season in IndyCar. Disregarding his experience in F1 and just like what he was able to do last year in the 51. He's in Andretti now. I hope that team gets their stuff together. Mm -hmm. I think they will. I think Grosjean's going to win this championship. I see it. I think he's going to win races. I, I mean, it doesn't take too much to win a championship at IndyCar because if you're good, you will just win the championship. You know what I mean? Like, 
feel like that undersells. I feel like that undersells it a little bit because like there's like eight guys who could win this championship. Yes, but it's like Roman. I get what you're I, saying though. Roman Grosjean's that talented. Yeah, he showed us. Wow, he showed us, and he's gonna be like Alex Below and have a lot of good runs. He's gonna win some races. Okay. He's got it. I like it. Yeah. So my top four, I'll do the same thing you did. In fourth, I have Roman Grosjean. And then in third, I have Alex Pillow. Okay. And then second, I have Joseph Newgarden. (laughs) The damn Joseph Newgarden (laughs) second. (laughs) And then I have Pato Award winning the championship. Interesting. Um. I, I think Polo, not Polo, Pato is really going to excel this year and it's really going to fuel the whole, is he going to replace Ricardo in F1 yeah. sort of thing? That's why I put him fourth instead of Polo because okay. I was pretty settled on my top three because I think Herdo's going to have a good year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Pato, there's been a lot of hype around him about F1. I think that's just going to motivate him right. to do even better in IndyCar just to get more people looking at him. So. Right. I, I think Herta is going to win the Indy 500 and he's going to have those double points too. However, I think he's just really going to struggle again for a full season. If yeah. he can get put a full season together, Colton Herta could w- literally win like 10 races. Yeah. I don't think this is the year that it'll happen though. I think it, it can It be can happen. Because mm-hmm. he had a really good end to the season last year and I think right. it just says good stuff for Andretti and Herta that they're going to have a good 2022, but again, no yeah. guarantees. We'll, we'll see when we roll up to St. Pete. Um, yeah. I on an award as our champions. And like, we like, and we think the other one will finish fourth. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um, do you think no, so? If, oh, I just want to say one thing. No Scott Dixon in our uh, top four. Yeah. Um, he kind of had an off year last year, low key. Mm-hmm. like to scott dixon standards because he only won like one race right mm-hmm. at texas yeah. yeah um i think he could i, I would have him like fifth i would have him fifth. well i would maybe have him sixth i guess because mm. i have polo fifth like okay theoretically um but i don't know right. it's hard to say like ganassi could just have a bad year too like i i'm putting kind of bad mojo on ganassi and I've kind of had a rivalry they with are... since the, the championship battle this year. Like, yeah, I said Jimmy Johnson's going to miss the 500. I <laughs> barely put them. I don't even, No, I didn't put them in my top four championship. Mm-hmm. Girl, Ganassi, I'm putting some bad juju on Ganassi. Yeah, I I agree with you on Jimmy, and I, I think Polo is still going to have a really good season. Even if they have issues, he's going to be really consistent yeah. once again. I think he'll at least make the top four. He could go back to back, honestly. Um, yeah, but I think, yeah. like, I also I believe that Pinsky and maybe Andretti will have good years. And then mm-hmm. to keep the balance, it's like, well, what team's going to do worse? And it Ganassi, because they were the best team last year. So, And Pinsky, yeah. Pinsky's back to just having three cars. Mm-hmm. And they usually it's, perform better with just three. Yeah. So Joseph's going to do good this year. Scott's mm-hmm. going to low key. Joseph could definitely win the championship. I just, Oh, definitely reverse psychology. Um, um, and who was I going to say? Oh, Scotty, Scotty's just getting better. He's only, he's getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, willpower. He's, he has his moments. 
So yeah, it'll be interesting to see Penske this if, year. So if I could see Rossi having another like a resurgence, maybe, maybe, um, maybe. I don't know maybe. how confident I am in that. Yeah, I don't like know. Renus VK could kind of have. I early, hope so. Like last year, he ran really good in the start, and he hurt his leg or something. That and it just that injury didn't... has me concerned. Yeah, like he could come back and he'd have a crazy good season. Like there's yeah. a lot of drivers. I hope he's like really healed well. more because he's really yeah. good. Um, so if Award wins the championship, do you think he goes to F1? Yes. Okay. I think Award's going to be at replacing Ricardo. Okay. Within That's the next year. Exciting. That's exciting. It's been he a actually, while. He actually wants to do it. Right. Her is just like, oh, I guess. Okay, Dad, I'll I'll go to F1. Like, yeah, I don't think he'll pass up the opportunity if it actually happened, Colton would, but Pato actively says he wants to do it. That's actually so, exciting. And McLaren's a good yeah. team. And we'll find mm-hmm. out my F1 predictions, what I think about McLaren. So yeah. That's a foreshadow. Um <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's our IndyCar predictions for 2022. That is exciting. Um, yes we we put some yeah i i believe in roman grosjean i'm really excited i'm just excited for the season in general it's gonna be exciting I'm, to see i'm really excited to see grosjean in the indy 500 that is going to be like moment of the year because I bet. look at gateway right like yeah shit i should have put him to win the 500 i don't know why i didn't but i almost did but i'm like not in the first try yeah not in the first try it's one of those things where it's like he's gonna have to run that race a few times um right so we'll see um yeah so that's it from us right yeah yeah so hope everyone else enjoyed um enjoyed this episode again follow us on twitter at gay racing pod at new gaden and at dreamy zach gp to keep up with everything going on in our racing commentary lives whatever (laughs) we have to say about racing our live Um, tweets some there's a tweet about Austin Cendrick this morning, and I'm like, because people are like, oh, Austin Cendrick has fans. I'm like, well, of course, he's a freakishly tall white man. People love them. <laughs> I would know. That was a fire tweet, by the way. I um I always tweet fire tweets. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> Let me next time I'm bored, I'm gonna get I'm gonna tweet about Matthew Mendetto and get 200 likes. So I have y'all on a choke for I'm just free saying. clout. Free clout. All right, y'all. Y'all stay safe. Of course, as always, take care and we will see y'all next time. Goodbye. Bye.